Hey, good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host. And today I have I have somebody from the other side of the world, literally. He's he's sitting in, I think, Sydney. We're going to have to ask him. I think it's Sydney, Australia. I know it's Australia. I just don't know exactly where. Um, but I have the one, the only... Mr. John Capos on the show, also known as Chocolate Johnny. So stay with us. You guys are going to love this guy and you're going to love his story. Stay with us and share this out. Share it out. Come on, man. Share it out. John, welcome to the show, my friend. G'day, Ken Wells. How the bloody hell are you, mate? <laughs> you, said, you said my favorite Australian saying right there. G'day. G'day. G'day, <laughs> G'day. mate. So, so Johnny, dude. Yes, How are you? <laughs> it's it's taken a lifetime to get you on. The, and, and let's tell everybody why. Let's just be real. My show is at 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time every day. And and John, what time is it right now where you are? Uh, it's officially three oh six a.m. on uh, Wednesday morning. <laughs> That's all it is. It's Sydney, Australia. That's where are we you are. in Kennedy. Sydney? We're in Sydney, mate. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought so. I was pretty sure. So so I, I can't wait to like <clears throat> get into your story and talk about. I I, I was on on TikTok last night and I came across some candy company in California. They, they do mm. hard candy. Yep. I forget Logan's maybe or something. Oh yeah. Like Logan's that. candy. Yeah. Old, Dude, very old candy. They had a 5.7 million followers. Yeah. I was like 5.7 and one. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is freaking amazing. So we're going to talk about your business and what you do and all of that. Um, but I want to start with, because this show is called Breakthrough Walls, and it's all yep. about having a breakthrough. Look, we've got Larry Schneider on here. Oh, dear God, we have Joe Ingram. It's early where Joe is, too. <laughs> Joey, how are you, buddy? Joe's, he said, is he speaking English? <laughs> we speak Australian. You should learn. You should learn how to speak Australian, Joey. Right, right. So, so let's start with um, you know you telling everybody where you were born and raised. Born and raised in good old Sydney, Australia, actually. Okay. Um, yeah, but we, my parents come from Greek heritage, and uh, came to Sydney, Australia, when my great uncle um, decided to come to Australia. Well. They came back in the, my great uncle came in the early 20s and 30s and uh, we followed suit and the family sort of, that's on my mother's side, my dad's side went here and there and yeah, we uh, settled in Sydney and haven't so left since. Your second generation then? I'm, yes, no, my parents oh, were, were born were, in were Greece. Were you born in Australia? Yeah, my, yeah my, my parents were born in Greece, I was born here in Australia. Okay. 
Okay. So, so immigrant parents. So you're first generation. Correct. Wow. But a third now, generation chocolatee. Do, do they have the accent? Um, the Aussie accent? We call it Gringlish, Greek and English mixed together. Hello, Dali. How are you? I said, Mom, what? How are you? Yeah, I say, how are you? No, how, how are you? She goes, don't worry. They understand me. That's all matter. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. So, so you have, uh, look, Robert says you've nailed. <laughs> oh my I'm God. trying. I'm trying. We give Leanne Isaacson's in our 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 um, Grow Live Mastermind. And One we, of our best friends. Ju- I know. I know. I was talking to her earlier this morning. I said, and she's like, "I'm going to bed." <laughs> What's the replay, Leanne? Yeah, but she uh, w- Joe's always picking on her. He's always saying, "I can't understand you." What are you saying? <laughs> That's we were so mean. Eva and I were in the car listening to you and Joe, and Eva's typing away. I'm going, type this, type this. And Joe says, how come they're always picking on me? I'm like, hmm, I wonder why. Yeah. so much fun. And he opens like, the door. Like, he's an easy target. So, like, so, so you, now, you were born in Australia. How long had your parents lived there when you were, when you were born? Uh, my parents came in the 40s. 50s, oh, wow. 40s and 50s. 40s and 50s yeah okay okay so, so y- you uh and and so you were born there and you you uh Jer- jerry <laughs> good god <laughs> leanne when you watch the replay i apologize in advance for joe <laughs> look they give we give jerry a hard time he's in north carolina <laughs> he's said i actually speak Shakespearean english i love it it's so funny. Oh, here's my wife. Oh, it is so good. It really is good. Holy crap. It's so oh, thanks, good. Jill. Thanks. Yeah. Dude, you can leave your glasses on. You're not gonna offend anybody. No, so, no, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. So, so you were raised in Sydney, Australia. The only thing I know about um Sydney is from Finding Nemo. 42 Wallaby, Wallaby, Wallaby Way. <laughs> that's, that's, all, that's all I know about Sydney. And there's some big opera house or something there. Yeah, yeah. We got the opera house on the Harbour Bridge. And um, every uh, scammer that calls any Australian, when they ask, what's your address? We go, oh, 22 Wallaby Way. What's your name? John <laughs> Nemo. And they go, oh, okay, thanks. We'll just check it on your credit card. <laughs> so oh, these poor scammers goodness. just don't get it. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. So so what was it like for you growing up as a kid? I mean, you had, um, I don't know, I don't know how it compares to growing up here in the U.S., but as a kid, you, you had parents who were not from Australia. Yeah. That had to make <clears throat> somewhat of a difference, I would imagine. Yeah, it was, it was. It, it how can I explain it? We when you when we came to Australia, well, my parents they spoke no English. Uh, nowadays, people who are immigrants have all these facilities and all these this technology that can help them. Everything's written in their language. My parents came with nothing, uh, literally nothing. I'll never forget when my uncle came to Australia and he had a piece of paper. It was handwritten. It had a stamp and his photo, 
and his name in Greek was Yorgos Kapuyanopoulos. That was our surname. 13 letters. Say that again. What's the last one? Kapuyanopoulos. That's in Greek. Oh my anyway, the, the, the Australian immigration guy says, <clears throat> what's this? It's my name, my name. He looks at it, he goes, You're, what, how do you say it? All right, your name's George, K-A-P-O-S, because forget the rest, it's too long, it's not going to fit. So congratulations, George Kapos, you're an Aussie. There it is. That oh, was it. my God, are you kidding me? <laughs> so our name is really, if you write it down, it's Kapagianopoulos. If, if you say it in, in uh, Shakespearean English, in Greek, it's Kapuyanopoulos. And my, uh, my uncle Louis lives in, lived in Montreal, Canada, where Eva was born as well. And his business card actually has his name on it, whereas our name is Kapos or Kapos or whatever the way you want to call it. So, do, you, do, is that, do you find that like, no, that okay. seems a little rude. Yeah, back then. Well, yeah, that was the, you know, 30s, 40s, 50s. What did they know, Ken? They did that here, though, too. They did that in the U.S. They they didn't know. My parents, my uncle, great uncle, They what did they know? They came to Australia, you know, for for their family. They came to work hard, make money, send it over in an envelope back to Greece or wherever in what European country to give them the better life so they could live you know, and, and prosper as well. Unfortunately, some of them and most of the ethnics or immigrants came to Australia, worked hard, made a lot of money, bought a lot of property and did very, very well. And but, um, but is there know, really that much of a difference in, in the economies between Greece and and and, yeah. and Australia? Big, or Big time. Big is time. It really? When you're living on a farm, you know, feeding, you know, and we had a little bakery and a farm and feeding seven family members. Wow. Eva's family lived across the road. There were seven there as well. Very different. Yeah. I mean, my uncle, uh, unfortunately, um, had his leg amputated because he had diabetes. Um, he's in his uh, 80s now. And the farm's now just sitting there because the kids don't want to take it. They're doing all their other stuff. I mean, what's the house worth? They're a few thousand dollars. Whereas here, we're looking at the average house now in Sydney is a million dollars. Wow. Uh, you know, people are earning $100,000 a year, $70,000, $80,000. You know, as a farmer, what are you earning? You know what? Any In the farming industry, it's very tough working off the yeah. land. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, they came and, and, you know, we traveled back to Greece a lot and took money and helped them and did the best that we could for them, but also for us. I mean, my parents came and, and you know, wanted to give the best for us, which was great because I, I can't, you know, I grew up on Saturday mornings, I'd get literally beaten with a stick, wake up, my brothers, and we'd have to come down to the factory and we'd be stirring peanut brittle at, you know, seven o'clock in the morning while all my mates would be partying and going out and stuff like that. Well, wait, you're talking about the, the fact you said the factory, like where you are now. Yeah. Well, yes, our factory, this is our retail store in Sydney in Rose Bay and our factory was behind our building here, but I moved that building to a bigger premises about 25 minutes away, closer to the airport. And, um, so this is all our retail and it's our office and all that type of stuff. So, okay. And we need to get into that, but I want to back up to childhood because I don't, I want to start with, so you were, you were, 
young and your parents are making you go to work at the factory making yeah. candies and and yeah. chocolates and yeah. and yeah. and so what about um what in the world made them decide to get into that business back because then? our family business so it was my from Greece know, yeah no from well my great uncle was in food confectionery cakes and that okay and when he came to Australia he met two English ladies and he couldn't speak English. They spoke English. He said, you know, do business together. They said, yep, let's do business. But they didn't stay. They so they set it up here in the same business, in the same yeah. in the shop. This is where they started back in 1939. Wow. And then um, they left and he took over and his brother came in and they just kept on making chocolates and sweets out the back and then as my parents took over in 1970 they expanded a bit and then I sort of got into it and I was always entrepreneurial I was always you know let's do bigger let's get sell more let's sell to the world let's open more stores and you know that that type of thing but yeah I um my great uncle and I remember uncle Mick and I remember he was in the nursing home he'd ring me uh, from his nursing home bed and he'd say john i said yeah uncle mickey goes bring five mellow rough bars i want one each for the nurse they need to take care of me so he'd bribe them <laughs> so, with, chocolate. So with chocolate marshmallow bars the mel mel you know our, oh and uh so i'd go up there and i'd visit him and i'd leave a packet and all the nurses would go oh my god this is the best and uh, <laughs> yeah what a great way to bribe someone but you know, I, and and from personal experience, um, because I've been to my wife and I took our our kids to the Hershey factory, yep. um, and and it, sorry Hershey, but you don't compare to Chocolate Johnny's, <laughs> no way. <laughs> I know. I've had Hershey's, mate. Yours is way, 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 way better, man. Way better. So, <clears throat> so. When, so you went to school, <clears throat> I'm assuming, in, in yeah, Sydney. Yeah, yeah, I went to school. I have an older brother. It's Andrew, me, and then my younger brother, Nick. We all went to school, got educated, um, and we all worked in the business. We all yeah, That's where we learned. You know, my parents all said, you know, I used to play rugby at school, and I used to have to come down to work on Saturday Ken, I would actually wake up in the morning, I'd walk to school, I'd walk back to the shop, I'd have to take off my school uniform or serve customers in my school uniform, then wow. walk home and study. And that was it. Wow. Yeah, there was no excuse. And my brothers all did the same. And, and you know, back then when I was a kid, I hated it. You know, I begrudged yeah. it. Yeah. But can I tell you one thing? Looking back on it, best thing that ever happened to me. Absolutely. Gave me I, discipline, you know. It's got to be. Yeah, I, it gave me the skills. Um, thanks, Greg. Hey, Greg inspired. Um, I love Greg. He's my. Uh, he lives right here in Columbus. By no me. way. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I when mean, I come to visit, I'm going to visit you and him together. Yeah, he's a he's about an hour and some change away from me. An hour and fifteen minutes, maybe. Yeah, yeah. we'll get yeah. there. We'll get yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, and so um, it, it was the great. The great thing that happened was doing that. Hey, Anna. Um, Anna's awesome. 
uh, yeah, it was just, it was great training. There, nothing beats that type of training. And, and in turn, I, I've got my three kids have also d- are doing the same while they study at university and our daughter's doing the same. Well, she's done it, but she's married now. But, you know, the, when you're dealing with the public and Ken, and you've got to realize we're very lucky. This, our business is in a very affluent area. The amount, the people that I've served, um, you know, you, I, I've served superstars, I've served rock stars, I've served billionaires, I've served six prime ministers. Um, wow. You know, you know, I've interviewed the prime minister in here as well. Um, wow. So I've, I've yeah, my podcast is coming out with just amazing people already who come into the store. Um, just, uh, yeah, I mean... The people, just the names, you're like, you're not going to believe it. And there's one thing I've learned. When they come in, we don't go around, there's only one person that I freaked out with. And her name was Natalie Portman because I'm a Star Wars junkie. And You had Natalie Portman? Yeah, yeah, that's nothing. You know, we've had Bruce Springsteen, (laughs) Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman, Russell Crowe, Barbara Streisand, the Pope. Dude, Angelina Jolie, we've had them all. Robert Red, we just just don't say anything because they then tell everyone else and they feel comfortable. Yeah. And they go, you know, and so Natalie would come in every day with the kids. We wouldn't hassle her at all, except me. I'd be like, oh, my God, it's Natalie Portman. And my staff, all my team would freak out because they know, they're like, John, put your tongue in. It's rude. Yeah. <laughs> and not, not to mention Eva works with you. <laughs> no, and she, she knows why I got that, that I was just, because she's a Star Wars yeah. uh, oh, legend yeah, yeah. now. So anyway, wow. but, you know, I, I this is where I, my parents – you know, at the beginning, like I said, oh, God, I couldn't stand it. Hey, Lynn, how are you? Um, I couldn't stand it because I wanted to do stuff and work and um, not work. I wanted to go and muck around. But now yeah. my communication. You wanted to be a kid. Yeah, but I can speak to anyone, Ken. Any, I am yep. not intimidated by zero. No yep. one, nothing, mate. Bring them on because my dad taught me that we're all the same. We yep. all eat, sleep, and go to the toilet the same. We yep. have the same heart inside. We're just differently shaped or coloured on the outside, right? So it's that easy. And and the skills that I learnt from working hard, yep. now is different because now you're working smart. I teach you, my kids, you're going to work smart and hard. So yeah, yep. yeah. So yeah. it was a great, so, great. So well, I, I, people, I, what's special about your voice, mate? <laughs> I don't know, I don't know mate. It's... Thanks, Lynn. Loves my voice on Clubhouse. <laughs> I'm kidding, man. You've got the accent. the The chicks yeah. all love the accent, dude. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, so, um, okay. So you you went to so you grew. I don't. How's the education system in Australia? Is it yeah, fantastic. high school, same thing? Yeah, yeah, high school. So we all went to high school, university. Um, and even then, you know, while you're studying, you had to work, um, you had to work. <laughs> and so, um, slept with Darth Vader. Yes, I know. That's just... <laughs> oh my God. But he wasn't okay. Darth then. He wasn't Darth anyway. Um, right, right. He wasn't. Anakin. It was Anakin. It was Anakin. <laughs> oh my gosh. Don't get me started. Um, yeah. 
<clears throat> so yeah, we um, yeah, well, it's funny we come up to that period where um, you know I was studying and working and yeah. sorting my life out. My brothers were sorting their lives out, and unfortunately. I mean, this is going to be a, this is, I never even thought, I don't really discuss this much. And it was funny how I was thinking, what am I going to sort of talk about that, that, that I did a breakthrough? And I know it was a very long time ago, but I went, uh, the University of New South Wales has a, uh, every year we traveled uh, to keep our Greek heritage up together. So we all travel to Greece every year um, while you're at university, you, you go in. Anyway, we traveled to Greece. And you could also travel a bit to Europe. So I travelled with a group, had the most amazing time. <clears throat> I was 19, 19, came 18, 19, yep, came back home. Everything was fine. Six months later, I had a bit of a pain in my ankle. I didn't think anything of it. Eight months, pain started getting worse, started getting into my knee, started losing weight having cold sweats, fever, a year down the track, I've sort of lost a lot of weight. My legs gotten worse. Um, and then sort of I, I, literally the whole body collapsed. I um, was diagnosed with a disease called brucellosis. I drank unpasteurized milk and they couldn't find it. Literally on my deathbed, was rushed to hospital, couldn't walk, couldn't move, um, and was given, you know, you know, we're going to have to, it's about 18 months in total. I, I weigh um, 104 kilos right now. I don't know what that is in pounds. And I weighed close to 69 kilos when I sort of ended up in hospital. Couldn't walk, couldn't move, um, couldn't do anything. Life totally changed. Laying in bed and my mum walks in with the doctors and she's just started crying and in her accent says, just tell me, is my son going to die? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> did, did she just that, ask if I'm going to die? Like, oh, that's when it hit. I was like, so, oh, this will be good. I'll be fine. But a little, you know, I'm in a wheelchair. I'm like, I'll never forget the night that they rushed me to hospital. I was screaming in so much pain. They'd morphed me out. They put morphine in me. They need two jabs because there's so much pain from, from this brucellosis. Um, but they remember, just to backtrack, they couldn't find it. They didn't know what I had. Wow. Zero. Like they, for these months and months and months and months, like, man, I'm sorry. We don't know what's going on. Do you, we, you, do you have can't this, that, the other? And here Damn. I am lying, lying there and thinking, what? And at 19. Yeah. Wow. My life's just started. Like, whoa. Like. Oh, and, and, and I, you know, when I think about it, Ken, it's just like I, it replay, you know, and things in your life replay and it's like happening right now. That's what it feels like. I'll wow. never forget it. My parents were had to wear all the, because I was in the infectious diseases ward at the Prince of Wales Hospital because they didn't know that what I had, <clears throat> you know, we're talking about, I'm 57 now, mate. This is many, many years ago. Technology and medicine was good, but Anyway, my blood was all over the country because they wanted to find out what's wrong with this kid. Is he? Is this a rare disease? Is this a pandemic that's going through? And anyway, um, wow. I was really blessed. Uh, Monday morning, I was going to be operated on. Um, they were going to cut me open, have a look because they just needed to see. Just do some and, exploring. Yeah, yeah. Well, what they said, the you heck? know, 
well, we've got to find something, you know, does he have cancer? What is it? We can't find it. Anyway, cut a long story short, it's like the movies. They're wheeling me down the thing. I'm sort of half doped up. In the background, you hear this, stop, stop. And this guy's running down, stop. Like, I'm just like, they're going, well, I think we found it. No one's looking at me. They're just, really? Yeah, yeah, just wheeling back, wheeling back. Anyway, um, they found this thing called brucellosis. So I drank unpasteurized milk in Greece. And the milk that I drank was from what they call a, a stillborn calf, a cow. So the cow had given a stillborn. They, the Greeks back then, they were, mate, their body was immune to it. I was this <clears throat> preppy Aussie kid from Rose Bay, Sydney, Australia, who was used to drinking pasteurized milk. Little did I know it affected my body, changed. Anyway, wow. honestly, mate, oh, they wheeled me back. They said, look, we're going to try something. Hopefully this works. We don't have to operate. I had uh, uh, two antibiotics called stress streptomycin and tetracycline injections for a month, pills like it was nothing, mate. They were just like drink, drink. And uh, two weeks, maybe less, I started feeling better. Um, Oh, my gosh. And I was walking back to normal, put on weight, and my life continued. And I think that sort of my attitude, that sort of, that to me sort of says, you know, we're lying there thinking I'm dying to waking yeah. up and going, wow, thank you. Whether you believe it or not, who you believe in, Yoda, Jedi, <laughs> Buddha, Yoda. God, who, spirit, energy, whatever. Yeah. I just know someone up there or around or my, just protected me yep. and said, no, mate, this guy's not going, you know. And off we went. And from there, I, I, that's why my attitude has always been so happy and, mate, you know, uh, they could take everything from Eva and I, she would kill me saying this, and everything. They could take all the materialistic things. I'll live in a cave and I'll be fine. That's right, dude. I'll live in a cave. I'll That's sweep right. the floors. I'll do something. I'll find something, but I'll get myself out of it. I've hit rock bottom. There's yeah. nothing really. There was the, the bottom that I was at, there's only one step further and there's no coming back. I get and it. I said, no, mate. That's I not totally happening. get it. Did I'm you have coming, any I'm, other? Did any other effects after that, Debbie? Um, Debbie yeah, the only, the only other thing it gave me a really good voice, um, and made <laughs> me look more handsome. And apart from that, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god! And it made Joe Ingram your brother. <laughs> no, I was, you know. Um, oh my gosh! Maybe a bit of arthritis I'm going to have now. Um, uh, but really, honestly, I was very lucky. The the, the medicine wow. and the doctors there, and and do you want to know the funny story? <clears throat> Just up the road, in Newcastle Street, lived Professor Borton, who was my doctor then, and he would come every week to have a coffee, and he would always tell me, "You know, you're in my medical books, always." And he'd, and I'd always thank him. I never, he never paid for it. I said can't thank you enough. You saved my life. And my parents just loved him. He was a very humble, um, tall, handsome doctor, um, just a brilliant man. And um, yeah, it was was so nice that coincidentally he lived up the road. And he's the one that came running down the hallway saying, wait, wait. No, he was the one wheeling me in. And uh, he was the one wheeling me in talking to the other doctors. And the guy was the pathology guy 
who who found it, and he was this young bloke who was just started, who just got his degree. Oh my gosh, dude, just, that is crazy! Says, I, think I found it because it revert my blood cultured on onto the disease set differently from where it is used to, and so they tried it, and yeah. Anyway, it was That's um, nuts. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. I want to remind everybody watching, they should share this out. Share this out. So, 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 John, you, you, um, the, I, I'm assuming you went on to university from there, or were you already? Yeah, no, university? I didn't. Fi- I, I was, I did a uh, degree in um, commerce, but didn't finish it because okay. of, you know, <laughs> of, of what happened. Um, Joe. <laughs> oh, my God. What's I'm the one that you? ran down the hallway screaming stop in Australia. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, so, um, yeah, you know, university, yeah, it was pretty hard, mate, to sort of finish. Life was a little bit different. So, yeah. Um, and the funny thing is I got into, my parents rallied around. Uh, I got into real estate back then, um, worked in the family business, tried to finish studies. Um, do I, re- yeah, I sort of, it's funny, you know, because I wish I did finish it, but then I realized actually it's okay that I didn't um, yeah. because people put such an emphasis back then on having the degree, you know, I went and studied to do an MBA and just, and I thought, I remember sitting there and thinking, I know more than these people. What am yeah. I doing? Like, The education that I've got, and yes, look, the truth is being a doctor, an accountant, an engineer, um, there's certain um, occupations you really need to be at university. You can't. But there's some that you're like, mate, no. Business. (laughs) A business degree. And I'm not, uh, anyway, we better not go there. But, we're not, but, we're not, we're not, we're not, yeah. yeah. I know what you're saying. We're not putting yeah. it down or not, but no, no. Some of the stuff that you're taught there is, is, yeah. Anyway. So, so <clears throat> you, you have siblings as well. Have an older are, they, are they in the family business as well? So he, when I decided to take over the business of fast forward a few years, um, they all said no, but my older brother's an academic. <laughs> so that's the funny thing. He's got, he's got a PhD. He's got a degree of masters in that. He's, he's the one who sort of where I stopped, he just continued and he's just got all these degrees and he's a doctorate and that's yeah. fine. And he's not interested in running the family business. He's um, an academic and he loves that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then my younger brother, he was a very good sportsman. So he traveled the world being a cricket player and playing rugby in the UK and stuff <clears throat> and wasn't interested in running the business. He went and did his own thing. But funny enough, he's now back in the business um, with, where he runs a – his business is also merchandising, but he also still loves manufacturing. So he rings me up years ago and says, look – let me still go into the factory. I'll make some stuff with you with everyone. So he comes in, he makes stuff and, you know. Wow. He, so that's that's nice that he's still there and does that. But he's only there a few days a week. So it's uh, – but no, really, my mother's retired. My dad passed away 13 years ago. Um, wow. And it's just me, Eva, and and the this team and my family who sort of runs Perfection Chocolates now. So, so yeah, no, it's – 
have have you ever and this is i'm gonna i'm gonna make a a completely uh turn a different turn here have you ever thought about like taking the business and literally expanding your manufacturing outside of australia like yeah dude if you if you opened up a a, a I cannot imagine that if you did, if you opened in the U S I mean, we're the fattest country in the world, man. We'll eat the heck out of your chocolate. Why, why not, why not do that? Yeah, that was the, that was a plan. In fact, a few years ago, I got contracted to um, start a chocolate business in China. Um, Wow. And yeah, it was really the, it was like Facebook being Facebook. It was, Uber, it was that's the type of money you're looking at. These guys had deep pockets. I mean, deep pockets that when you dug, it just kept on going. Um, Unfortunately, I, I, um, yeah, was long story. I mean, I don't want to harp on it, but you know, and when we were looking at thousand, I mean, we opened up this store, and the next thing you know, um, hundreds of people were coming in Shang, just out of Shanghai. And we had people throwing money at us. Like, I'll never forget this lady from Hong Kong said, come and open up a store in Hong Kong. And, you know, I, I designed the chocolates and the, oh, it was just fantastic. So that inspired me back then. I, ages ago, I always wanted, I loved the US. I loved Canada because of course I married a beautiful Canadian woman and would travel there all the time. And I've got some amazing friends and yeah, we've, I suppose the only thing that stopped me was um yeah was it fear maybe and was it financial yeah i think so taking the risk of going over there um maybe i never trusted people to get involved i should have trusted people a little bit more in well i I, you know i i don't think uh personally i i I didn't mean to put you on the spot with that i i just think that i mean here's the deal man for anybody watching that has not had perfection chocolates and sweets from sydney australia which is johnny's company you have no freaking idea what chocolate is even supposed to taste like you don't even know and and it's i'm sure some kind of a secret family recipe that you have that that because it's different man it's not the same as Hershey, sorry, Hershey. I don't want to get sued by Hershey, but it's just not the same. Yeah. Yours is absolutely yeah. unbelievable. And I think that it could go crazy on a global scale, man. You could put Hershey out of business. <laughs> that yeah, might be a little tough, but you could, man. Yeah, we've thought about it. And I suppose, you know, it doesn't mean that we can't. Look I what mean, Anna's saying. Get the caramel sauce. Oh, dude, wh- I've never even had it. What the heck, Johnny? <laughs> that's, right. that, that's four hours of cook time. That sits in the pot for four hours. We have this massive pot oh of, of you know twenty-two pounds of product, and it just boils. We actually <laughs> dump everything. Um, Willy Wonka take a back seat. I love that. <laughs> Thanks, Debbie. Um, Tim Gillette. Oh, my God, I haven't seen Tim for ages. Hey, mate. Good on you, Tim. He's a rock star, man. Oh, my God. I've known Tim for years. He is a rock star. It's so funny how you and I know so many people, mate. You know, the world I can't believe you and I never crossed paths. 
since 2014, I've been doing this on on Meerkat, on Periscope. I mean, I had a massive following, and mate, yeah. I just anyway, go yeah. on. You probably had a bigger following than me on Periscope. I only had five thousand. So. Uh, yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, one yeah. of my live streams was one hundred and fifteen thousand. Oh my gosh, dude, that's crazy! They were wow. watching me make this stuff. Yeah, live viewers, I, and I was just. But I wasn't doing that all the time, and it was—I couldn't believe it. I mean, I'd be yeah. walking down the beach, and I'd have ten thousand people watching me. Like, what are you watching? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'd wake up Sunday morning. We'd go down to Bondi. I'd do the sunrise, and seven thousand people would watch. I'm like, what are you guys watching? They go, "We love yeah. the sunset and listening to your Aussie accent." So, and it was different. People, you know, they were traveling the world. You know what Periscope was like. It was yeah, just oh, yeah. life changing yeah. for us. So, yeah, was, yeah. That, that actually made my brand global, uh, Ken. That anyway. Um, yeah, so the caramel's very, very good. That's four-hour cook time, mate. It's yeah. very. I'll send you some next time. Uh, you know, and I, I asked you, I, I was going to buy some, and you're like, you can't. I'm like, what do you mean I can't? And you're, well, we have that. We have. You said we have our our online store closed right now. I'm yeah, like, that's have- bull crap, dude. There's got to be a law against that. <laughs> you know what? It's a thing called uh, COVID-19 has I rattled know. our cage. Um, yeah. We used to ship stuff to the US all the time. Like, wow. and, and going back, what I'm actually thinking of doing is not manufacturing there. I mean, ideally, I'd love to, but we're looking at doing a fulfillment site. So finding someone, shipping a whole container of stuff and letting them export, you know, send it through. I In think the that- US? Yeah, in the US. That's is the there an thing. expiration date on on that? On, on yeah, yeah. The- but by the time you get it, mate, it'll be yeah. sold. It's that bloody That's good. That's true. That's true. You know, I, 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 know I that, volunteer. Jill and know, I are starting a new business. We are Johnny's Distribution Network in the United States. I'll send it to I, Oregon, and you just ship it out and make your little cut, mate, and, and you'll be, it'll dude, be fine. It's like being a crack dealer. I mean. Yeah, well, it, I, it, <laughs> That's what, that's what I that's what I am. I'm a legal drug dealer, man. I, you really are, dude. It's not a joke. I mean, it is look, my wife, my wife's like, we're in. <laughs> we don't even care. Like, I, I, I we'll lose money on the deal. We don't even care. I've got you hooked. We gotta skim skim some of the chocolate off the top. That's it. Ken, mate, are you skimming all the profits? Yeah, I thought that was one pound, but there's 900 and <laughs> that's one pound. There's like half a pound gone or a quarter of a, what's going on, man? Like, My wife, you're, you're bagging that, it all. You sent the box to us. We got it yesterday. And those boxes up on the shelf behind you, the, the gold ones, you sent us one of those and it's filled with all the, the variety, right? And my wife goes, ooh, I want to try that raspberry cream filled. And I'm scanning the sheet that's cut. I go, there's only one. And she's like, do you want it? And I go, well, no, you already called dips on it. But I wanted it. And she's like, she's like, oh, my God, this is so good. <laughs> I'm like, this, I'm going to Australia right now. <laughs> This is really making me angry. Dude, it's crazy. So you've got this this business that that you know, and and my wife just texted me. I I already 
we already talked about the candy maker, the Logan candies on, yeah, yeah. on TikTok. <clears throat> and, and you've got this business that could be the exact same thing with 5.7 million followers. I'm I've sure got 13, you it. I've got 13,000. Yeah. On TikTok. Yeah. Jeez. That's insane, dude. That's but I'd crazy. got that 13,000 in less than a year. Yeah. Like in a few months, I got 13,000 and I, and, and I just, but you know, my story, I love teaching these small business owners how to do this. Yep, my objective yep. is like, okay, let's go, let's do it. Let's show these people, bang, 13,000. I was very happy. I got it. You know, what I achieved in a few months it took me seven years on, on, on Instagram and yeah. I only got 4,000 on Instagram, but yeah, I've seen friends of mine go to a million followers on their candy place. I mean, there's a guy who does just that hard candy. He's yeah. 2.5 million. So, right. But they're doing it every day, all day. Yeah. That's all they're doing. They're not right. doing what I'm doing. I mean, you know, I've, we've got, Eva and I got, you know, I mean, I've got the real estate business. I've got the perfection business. I've got the wholesale business. I've got, you know, I've got kids and this. <clears throat> so the other what? thing too, what, why we stopped also the U.S. exporting is because of COVID. I mean, <laughs> I know. Even Eva, Eva, Eva said to me, Ken got his parcel. I said, what? We sent it December the 13th. It got checked in to US cust uh, Australian Customs on December the 14th. It sat at Sydney Airport waiting for a flight. I'm like, I can imagine these poor chocolates sitting there going, the hell who is this ken walls why do we have to wait like 10 days to get on a freaking plane like what, what's going on 10 days before like these poor chocolates could find a flight <laughs> dude so, are you kidding me 10 days mate have a look when we sent it december 13th oh that's crazy dude yeah. so so is there not i mean i guess you could you could send what you said containers you could send a shipping container filled with chocolate, but there's got to be an expiration. Plus, are, are, are you at some point you've got to be crossing the FDA line yeah, yeah. here Sorry. in the US? That's the other thing. Um, I'm, I'm going to look at, uh, you know, I tried to do it a few years ago with a friend of mine called steels.com, Yana Steels. She, she had a website similar to Amazon, made a lot of money and very successful, and she's in Salt Lake City. <clears throat> um, and then it was just the FDA stuff, um, trying to get it all, um, just trying to get it all done. Uh, but the expiration date is, I mean, you know, this expires in a year's time. Wow. I mean, the, car the, the chocolates, if, if you store the chocolates correctly in the right area, they last... Um, six to nine months so but what how, how do you like you know i always i always thought that um I, I i always thought about you know how when you get electronics it comes with that little packet of the the moisture absorber yeah, thing yeah. and it says do not eat and i have always thought for them to know that you shouldn't ingest that somebody had to have ingested it yeah, a few people still ingest it when it says do not eat. Right, but what how, so how do you know that your chocolate that this has expired? What what where does that come from? Ah, uh, look, by law now you have to put an expiry date, but it doesn't really expire. Okay. Like, so you test it. So what you do is 
um, we make a jar of this and we just yeah. leave it out. We put the date on that it was manufactured and then just leave it in a normal atmospheric environment. And Got then it. every month we check it. Is there mold on it? No. Do we taste it? It's fine. Um, second month, third month, four, and then after the fifth month or sixth month or, or the year, you're like, okay, now this is not tasting good. It doesn't look good or whatever. It's the same with our marshmallow. So our marshmallow is, uh, thanks, Scott. Um, the, our marshmallow is no preservatives on it, zero preservatives. I can and tell. And so when you eat our marshmallow, you need to eat it within four weeks because what happens is it becomes slightly moldy because of the moisture that it absorbs, not because of the bad quality. It's just that it's good quality and the product's so fresh. It's the same as when you do with fruit and veggies. When it's so fresh and good uh, and moist, it, it lasts only a little bit, but you've got to eat it. When you eat it, it's fantastic. You leave it too long and what happens, it goes off. Um, and our chocolate, when it blooms, what we call blooming, when it's got that sort of furry looking color on top, yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just the chocolate fat that's just changed and elevated to the surface. You, mate, I've eaten chocolate that's nine months old in the fridge. It's no big deal. So we're wow. lucky, you know, if we put it in an um, air-conditioned container, it gets delivered properly, stored properly in air-conditioning pro you know, areas. I think we've got a winner. And so that's the thing I'm trying to concentrate on. Wow. So, so let's talk about when, um, because it sounds like everything's been moving along swimmingly for you in your business. Um, and, and COVID hit and, and what, did, what happened to you? Um, because I, and you know, you and I were talking before we started, I'm like, dude, what is going on in Australia? And you're like, mate, it's not as bad as everybody thinks it is. Like, um, but you know, it, it was bad for the whole world at, at the oh, beginning. Yeah. Like it was yeah, like that's... everything shut down and you and I everything. even had a conversation or two about it. So yeah, yeah. what, what happened for you and the chocolate, the, the business business? Mate, when COVID hit in that March, um, it was funny. <clears throat> Eva and I were in Montreal, Canada, um, visiting her family Oh, uh, we, wow. went to, we went to New York just before COVID hit. But, uh, and, and funny, in December, I'm part of a, I don't know if you know Dr. I. Addison. Um, she does a thing no. called uh, Classroom Without Walls. I'm a, I was a mentor and coach in her, in her program where we coached and mentored these young um, teenagers uh, and adults. Um, with basically classroom without walls, taking it to the next level. She's big. I, I've known her for years and just watching her succeed. You should have her on the show, mate. You should have her on the show. She's okay. brilliant. And uh, Dr. I, AI is her name. And I'll, I'll, I'll connect you guys. Yeah, Dr. I Zhang. And um, just, just an amazing woman. And she gave me the opportunity to, to do this. And so in December, we were in Singapore. I was coaching and mentoring all these kids. My son was there as well. It was an amazing experience. And we could hear something rumbling, you know. And then we went, Eva and I went to Canada with the kids. And you could hear more and more. In fact, I got sick in Canada. And I thought, shit, maybe I had it. Anyway, wow. like, we were lucky to get on the last bloody flight or to get back to Sydney. Then the whole world collapsed. 
everything shut down. COVID, this is, it's coming to Australia. It's gone. It's, it's, and that and was we're what, March? March, April, yeah. Wow. And, uh, we had just finished our Easter production. The factory, Ken was wall to wall. How's that? That works well. Ken, wall to wall. <laughs> I have <laughs> you an S on the end, though. <laughs> <laughs> you would have loved it. Yeah. It, it was, honestly, our factory was packed full of Easter products. Um, wow. You know, there's, we have this massive Easter egg, this 30-pound Easter egg. We had nine of ten of them. We had eggs everywhere to wholesale and send and supply. And everything shut. Everyone rang me. No orders. Cancel orders. We're shutting down. We're shutting this. We're shutting oh, that. Oh, like, my God. I said, to, got- we're ringing. I literally rang the bank. I said, guys, you know, I've got mortgages. They go, John, join the queue. And I said, look, I don't know what's going to happen. The governments are saying we're all shutting down. And I thought, dude, holy smokes. Like, we're going to lose. Everyone's. And, and, and of course, you're thinking of yourself first, not in a selfish way, but you're just thinking, what am I doing? We've, we've never experienced this. People wearing gloves now, masks, this, that. Shops closing down, government shutting us down. Wow. You know, we all experienced it. We all experienced it. And it was tough. But I'm a little bit defiant. And I thought to myself, <laughs> I said to Eva, honey, I don't think we're going to shut. Like people, only essential services. And I went, look, I'm an illegal drug dealer. People need their drugs. Yeah. They need their hot chocolate. They need their coffee in the morning. And I sort of was like, okay, let's stay open. So we stayed open. Um, And I thought, yeah, let's do this. And it was fantastic. (laughs) Um, We were very lucky. Uh, You never got shut down? No. I I got shut down. I never shut down, mate. Oh my gosh! Are you never, kidding me? No, nah, never shut the shop, mate. Oh my! Never. God. And you know what, Ken? And I'm so glad because I wrote an email to our newsletter group, and I'll, I'll tell you what with that what the reaction was to that. But I had people coming to me and saying thank you for staying open. I'm like, what? They like. Chocolate Johnny, Eva, you don't know what you guys have done for us. What do you mean? Like, I'm sort of like, they go, we've been sitting at home for weeks and weeks. And all we look forward to is walking down to Perfection Chocolates, seeing your happy, smiley face. I go, well, I'm wearing a mask. They go, no, but I put a, I made a mask with a smile on it. Yeah. <laughs> And I said, to, and they said, we're just so happy to see you. Wow. We're just, you know, you, you're so caring and loving and, you know, you and Eva, and we're making your coffees and hot chocolates and, and then they go off to the park, spend their one hour where they're allowed to go out and walk back home. And so I didn't realize the impact that we had. Wow. And, and, uh, and, and you know, unfortunately, people have, have taken it further because their lives change dramatically so I, I, I you know people coming in oh thanks I go yeah look I'm just saving the world with one hot chocolate at a time <laughs> that's awesome though dude it's true it, it made them happy mate that's that's I love it that's I, 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 
I'll ne- I mean, you sent me a shipment of not, I mean, it wasn't a big box. It, I think there were f- maybe four bags of, of chocolate the first time. Um, that's, and I'm, I'm not being ungrateful. I'm just, it wasn't anything no, compared to what you sent yesterday. Holy crap. But like, I, I remember eating the last piece of chocolate and I was depressed. <laughs> I was like, I gotta go back to Hershey's yuck <laughs> like i was i literally sank into a depression for about a week i mean john it's it's what you have and i, I i'm curious like um is is your do you tell me what the process is if you can give me some sort of a verbal walkthrough uh, like, do you buy, do you grow your own cocoa beans? Do you buy them from, is it a special cocoa bean only found in a remote part of the world? Like, <laughs> nah, nah. like some of these network marketing companies, like we have the only berry found in the deep, deep, deep part of the Amazon forest. And <laughs> we, we, um, we got, we made chocolate many, many years ago. <clears throat> and, uh, then my dad gave it to a, a Jewish gentleman who um, started manufacturing for us in a small way. Um, and we're actually going back to processing the whole from go to woe. Um, we're getting stuff. We get stuff from Venezuela. I've got a friend of mine who gets the cocoa beans from Venezuela in a little remote area just <laughs> past the little post. And the security guards with the Venezuelan army. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's cocoa beans. That's all. Nothing else. Uh, that's so funny. <laughs> now, but do you do you do you have to roast them? How yeah, do- it gets all done for us. I mean, oh, it does. And it gets all done, and then we now just our recipe is fifty years old. Our milk chocolate. There's one now. You must remember this when you eat our milk chocolate. It looks a little bit darker than most milk chocolates because we put a higher cocoa content. We make the chocolate a little bit, it's, a, it's what we call a bittersweet milk chocolate. It's not a sickly, you can eat our milk chocolate all the time and keep yeah. eating it. Yeah, yeah, yes. Right? Yes. It's not too sweet, but it's not too bitter. Our dark chocolates are bittersweet as well. We add a bit of butter into it where you shouldn't, but... It's a dark chocolate, 70%, but it's just got that little bit of a taste that you think, I like that. It sits, when you eat Hershey's, sorry, Hershey's, I know, I know. When you eat that other chocolate. We're both going to get sued, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that's good. The little (laughs) chocolate guy gets sued by the big guy, Ken. That's good. (laughs) It works for us. We wanted that. Keep going, mate. Perfection chocolates, the little guy gets sued by the big guy. And then all now we could go to 10 million followers. It's like, yes, yeah, support him. Go fund me. And we can build a factory in, oh my God. in, in America. Um, anyway, right next to Hershey. Yeah, right oh next God. to Hershey. Yeah. And we have the real Oompa Loompas. I'll come out in my little hat. I go, hello, I'm Chocolate Johnny, your Willy Wonka of Australia. 
Oh um, my god! We yes. gotta find a little fat girl that plays the brat. <laughs> <laughs> I love that show. Yeah, my I god, I've, I've, I've watched it. There. So yeah, yeah <clears throat> um, oh, I lost the train of thought because I was pissing myself laughing with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, I, you know, I, I think though that that I, so, so you, you were talking about the chocolate bean and 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 how how that or the cocoa bean and how the process goes for you. That's where we were. I think yeah, we were heading. So, so we, um, you know, it's just, yeah, our chocolate's just a little bit different from everyone else. So, okay, here it is. When you eat my perfection, it doesn't stick to your palate. It's, it's, I basically say when you're eating perfection, it's like putting silk into your mouth. It's so silky and smooth. It is. And so when you eat other chocolate that's not lint or that high-quality product, it's grainy and it's got a greasy feeling and it leaves a, a lining on your palate, which is, which is, it just doesn't work. And yeah. so that, that's I how got it. Here, I have a real-life real example. Yesterday, my, my, my 11-year-old, Abigail, yeah, she's how is she? standing there as I'm opening this, and and she's a huge chocolate fan, huge. And and Jill says, Abigail, here there's there's uh, the chocolate, dark chocolate marshmallows, and and she's like, I don't like dark chocolate. And I said, you'll like you'll like this. Try it. And she's like, No, I don't want it. I I hate dark chocolate. I said, Sweetheart, try it. Just try a bite. If you don't like it, I'll eat the rest. She took one bite. She goes. Oh my god, this is good. <laughs> she loved it. She loved she took the whole bag. So, you know, it is a huge difference from what we're used to here in America. 100%. Huge, 100%. Huge difference. Yeah. Can you can you take your process and duplicate it here? Yeah. I mean, there's nothing special in Australia. It's like no, you know what? I, I was looking at at our peanut brittle as well, and comparing it to what you guys do and stuff. Yeah, I reckon we could easily um, duplicate it in the US, very easily. Dude, I mean, we, could do, we do nougat, we do caramels, we do, uh, <laughs> mate, we do all that. We do fondant, we do truffles. I mean, a Rocky Road marshmallow. I mean, I look around. And, yeah, you, you yeah, have everything. Could, you yeah, we make everything. We 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 yeah. make everything. I mean, fudge, honeycomb. Yeah, we could. Yeah, hundred hundred percent, we could do it. Crazy man, absolutely insane. Now you got me inspired, maybe to do it, <laughs> dude. I don't. I mean, I I'm inspired to help you figure out a way to do it. Like I, I, <laughs> I mean, it, it, you know, sometimes it just takes a round of funding. But you know, like I, I, think, I think that's basically it. That's the that's the thing, and. Um, yeah, I think, I think I've got to do it that way where I just get people involved. Yeah. Um, because the, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the way we have to do it. I've got to find a whole bunch of people. I mean, God, they give money away to people creating these stupid apps and the yeah. most of them throw their money away and don't do anything. I'm thinking, hang on, I'm going to give you a tangible. And the great thing is the machinery that I use is called Savage. It's in the U S. Wow. So, you know, all that stuff, I'm thinking, man, we could buy all that stuff in Chicago and just find somewhere in Oregon or Salt Lake City or, 
and make a plant. I mean, it's much cheaper. You, you, you want to do it in Florida or Texas. Those are the free states. <laughs> yeah, so we go to Florida. Do guaranteed. I have to carry a gun in Texas? No, but you oh. can. Shoot. <laughs> you can. But, I'll make you a know, chocolate gun. Yeah, right. I I just think, and I'm not, I mean, I, I read it was, is the population of Australia is like not what I thought, it, like, a, like 25 million or something. Yeah, that's it. We just cracked the 25 million. Dude, that's crazy. There's 380 million here or whatever. And, and uh-huh. anyway, I just think, um, and you guys I, like I, sugar. Oh. oh my God. You guys love food. I mean, I've, I've been there numerous times, mate. And, and when we go there as a family, we order only two meals. It, when we go with the, say it's Marley, um, not Marley, I mean, when it's Alexander, Spencer, Ava and I, we'll yeah. order two meals and we share it between us because that's enough. In Australia, we don't eat like you guys. I wow. mean, I, I, like you guys have a small pizza. It's like this big. What's small? <laughs> are you kidding me, mate? No, I'd take that home and last me for a week. That's, the boomers that's... are like, <clears throat> can I have a this this is a large cup of coffee right in Australia that's large no yeah yes 12 ounces you this, cheap bastards a, are you kidding me yours is 120 ounces <laughs> it's like how many ounces is that this is 12 ounces mate that's a large yeah dude come on man why are you being so cheap because the quality is there my friend ah uh... Is your you co- you're with- saying your coffee's even better? Oh, 10 times better. Oh, my gosh. Oh my God. You guys, you guys uh, wait till you come to Australia and drink our coffee. You know how many people we are? Yeah, our coffees in Australia is just superb. Wow. Superb. And it's none of this filtered stuff. And, and stuff. mate, you drink it. It's creamy. It's lovely. It's nice. It's strong. You never go back. Never go back. I'm telling you, like Olga says, can you get your products into Trader Joe's? I mean, your products need to be everywhere, but Trader mm-hmm. Joe's, like what's a, grab, I'm going to give you full screen. So one of those bags hanging behind you. What, $8. How much? $8 Australian. How much is that in US? Six. That marsh, That dark chocolate marshmallows? Six bucks. That's ten dollars Australian. So it's eight dollars US. I don't. I don't know if that's a. If, is that a good price? I don't know. I don't know. Let me wow. ask you one question, Ken. Would you spend eight dollars on that? A uh, hundred times a month. <laughs> there you go. There's your answer. I mean, of course. Yeah, it's it's crazy, and and I can you know, uh, anyway. Yeah, we 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 need to have some some deeper well, conversation. I'm going to join the, I'm going to join the I'm going to join your the Eva and I joining yeah. the the the, uh, the clan. Yeah. <laughs> so the maybe clan. we can we can discuss it there and maybe get some help uh, I don't know. We, we need yeah. to find someone over there who's prepared to work with us. I mean, yeah. I'm excited. I I would do it. I would do it. Dude, I mean, you, I, yeah, uh, you've, you've got somebody right now. But but the, <laughs> look, Anna says take my money. I mean, dude, that, that's the thing is like, I, I just, um, I think, I mean, when you yeah, have something that is literally, 
you know, because there's a lot of people that put the word perfection or perfect in their business name, yeah. and and then you do business with them, and they're far from it, <laughs> right? Your that your name is absolutely appropriate because your chocolates, what you're putting out. Now I haven't tried. You sent us peanut brittle. I'm going to try that today. In fact. I might even just give you full screen and walk away and go get it. <laughs> it's right outside my door, but, but, um, it's, I haven't tried it yet. I haven't tried it yet. And, but everything I've tried of yours is unbelievable. Everything. Yeah. I, I want you to try it. I really want you to try it. I cannot wait because it's so different to what you guys have. It's, it's, look, Anna's telling me, go get it. Try, are, is your internet bad or is it mine? You're frozen. Uh-oh, John. Uh, uh, I'm fine. I, I don't know. Let me have a look. I'm just checking. Yeah, I've lost, I've not lost I'm you. Still here. I see you. I hear, I can hear you. I can hear Oh, Olga's saying it's your it's your internet. You're frozen on screen, dude. Um, I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, I know. Might, I, I, I'm frozen. Maybe maybe refresh real fast What's and pop on? back in. Yeah, I'm Re trying to do that now. Refresh the page and and pop back in. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand by as we work through these technical difficulties. The internet coming from Australia has to go <laughs> under the ocean. And um, I'm kidding. I don't, I, I don't even know. <laughs> sure it's satellite. <laughs> yeah. May, hey, John, just refresh the Google Chrome browser. Yeah, I, tab. yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. I don't know what's going on. For some reason, it's not even letting me do that. Oh wow! Your your computer is um, is I'm acting ready. up on you. Maybe at least it could have froze on a good better 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 photo. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know what? I we could uh, we're at an hour and five minutes and. Um, Look, Anna's saying, make a break for it. I want to hear that cellophane <laughs> crinkle. So I'm not going to do that. Let's let's do this, John. I, I, um, I'm I going to wrap the show up. I'm going to put you backstage. I do want to talk to you some more. So um, if you can figure out, can you? Oh, he's gone. He's gone. All right. So I'm going to wrap it up and we will... Um, We'll get John back on. That was uh, that was good. I want to talk more about the the chocolate manufacturing and the process. So um, thank you guys for all of you for being here. And thank you to everybody who shared this out. And I'm not sure if I have any interviews scheduled this week. I don't know what else I have. I need to look. But uh, we will see you very, very soon. I appreciate each and every one of you. If you are just joining, go back and watch the replay. Hear what Chocolate Johnny has to say. It's absolutely a fantastic interview. So we'll see you guys later. Have a great day. Bye-bye.